Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my super fine wife, Beth. On a sensational Saturday. Absolutely. Looking forward to a spectacular Sunday. <laughs> you We're got gonna it. Preach our hearts out. Hallelujah. And Sunday night is going to be so good, so don't so good. tune in. So good. Today we're going to talk about the devil wants you poor. Now, many people believe that poverty and prosperity are both matters of birth or luck. They believe some people are meant to be poor and others are meant to be rich. By now, you know, that is not what the Word of God says. God established certain principles of economics to govern, govern who will be rich and who will be poor, and he will not violate his own laws. If we follow the principles that lead to poverty, we'll be poor. We all play an important part in determining our own financial situations. Satan does his part too. He'll lie to us in every imaginable way to keep us poor. He'll tell us myths about money. He'll say that money is evil or that money will corrupt you. He might even suggest that it is godly to be poor, or that you will become even poorer if you give to God. You see, poverty is a partnership. The devil wants us to be poor, and he'll lie to us to keep us from following the biblical principles that will result in wealth. Poverty is a joint venture between us, Satan, and, yes, our ignorance of God's Word. God's law of prosperity says that if you're a liberal giver, your money will increase. Proverbs 11, 24, 25. 11, 24, 25. Message Bible. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. One who blesses others abundantly blessed. Those who have helped others are also helped. I love it. The God kind of prosperity is based upon giving. When you operate God's law in your life, you'll begin to experience an ever-increasing abundance. Let's expose the tactics of Satan so he can be exposed and deposed. Amen. Satan is a thief. He's a deceptive, calculating plunderer. If left unchecked, he will move in and out of your life in his own discretion, trying to find ways to rob and defraud you. He's stolen finances from other saints by convincing them that poverty is godly, prosperity is evil. His lies have kept us crippled, ineffective, impotent long enough. Satan has stolen from many Christians the quality of life that God intended for all his saints. Establish this principle clearly in your mind. God wants you to be prosperous and the devil wants you to be poor. God has given you the biblical principles of economics to achieve prosperity. And Satan tells lies to keep you poor. The prosperity, prosperity is a mental, well, let me say it this way. Prosperity is a material state that is attained through a spiritual battle. That's right. Like Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
So what we are sharing on today's call is a very important issue. If we do not learn how to stop the devil's robberies in our lives, no matter how much we seek to prosper, we will make no real progress toward abundance. It's time to expose the devil, who is the father of lies, as it says in John 8, 44. It's time to depose him from his position as a ruler of the darkness of this world with you in it. I mean, I should say you in this world, because Jesus has has dispo, deposed of him, and we want to use that word, and said that, you know, he has overcome the world. So the devil has used lies about money to destroy good relationships, break up families, even split up churches. But money wasn't evil. It was Satan's lies about money that are evil. And it's time to serve notice on the devil that he has deceived us long enough. For too long, he has ripped off our possessions and indiscriminately robbed the saints of God, literally diminishing quality of life for saints and the church, and it's time to take a stand. It's time we recognize our prosperity heritage. Prosperity is a part of our heavenly heritage. It comes from being a child of the king. You have the ability to take back also what the devil has stolen, yes. You can claim a significant portion of the riches of this world and use them to finance the end time harvest before the return of Jesus. This passage of scripture puts in a proper perspective our position in this spiritual battle and highlights our spiritual heritage better than most any other. Recently, we, I guess, I think we've quoted Luke 10, 19. Well, we, I quote it all the time because it is so good. It says, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay, listen. In this, if you break this down and use the Greek, <coughs> excuse me, it tells us that God has given us the power, which that word actually can be translated authority. You have authority over the enemy. Remember, Jesus made, made a public display of him authority over the enemy. And by now, you know that poverty is clearly one of the tools the enemy has used to make you weak and ineffective. So the, the Lord has given us authority over all the abilities of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. So we have the power to overcome poverty. It's part of the prosperity heritage that we talked about a second ago. We need to look carefully at Hebrews 2.14, 2.14 because this is what it says. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise took part of the same, that through the death, the death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Look, Jesus took the devil's power. He can no longer keep you poor. Now God is calling you to be a great giver and to participate so that you can be helpful in every aspect of the end time harvest. As strange as it seems, you know, you are begin you may you are now beginning to really see that this wonderful truth about abundance is not just an impossible dream. It's a spiritual reality yes. that you're bringing into yes. your own life. I have to bring it in on the inside before you can make it manifest on the outside. That's true. But you're possessing a new prosperity mentality, then you can you are walking out the door of financial impossibilities. 
and crossing over a threshold of unlimited financial possibilities through the power of the mighty God that lives in you. God has given you authority over the enemy. Your Heavenly Father wants you to abound in all things, and He has the ability to do it through you. Amen. We have that spiritual ability and authority to reclaim lost treasures. That's right. God demands double restitution. Exodus 22.7 If a man shall deliver into his neighbor money or stuff to keep, and it be stolen out of the man's house. If the thief be found, let him pay double. The thief is not the dishonest lawyer, the divorce, the liquor, or the drugs. The engineer of the robbery is Satan himself. He works in and through the children of disobedience, unsaved men and women. Ephesians 2, 2. Where in time past, you've walked according to the in the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And you hate to say it, that sometimes he'll use a saint to do a few things too. Amen. Unfortunately. The devil is the true thief. That's right. That is the one who takes what belongs to us, whether it's our health, wealth, our happiness, our job, our family, or any other possession. But the Bible says, if we find a thief and accuse him, he must repay double what he's stolen. Today, if not before, we found the thief, Satan himself. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood, lawyers, bankers, real estate agents, or any other group of people. We're wrestling with Satan and his host of demon forces. But, but God. But God. The next move really is up to us. God's waiting for his people to take up the arms. He's already provided the weapons of our spiritual warfare and take back what the devil has stolen from us. Behind every evil activity on this earth, there is a single mastermind, and that's the enemy. That's Satan with all his hordes. <clears throat> he is behind all the troubles and riots and wars and crimes and murders and thefts and everything that's taken place and all the evil things which are still happening today. But when you name the true villain in your spiritual warfare and take him to the heavenly court, you can begin to benefit with God's system of retribution and restoration in your life. Let's look at Exodus 22.7. Exodus 22.7, again, says in the New Living Translation, suppose someone leaves money or goods with a neighbor for safekeeping and they are stolen from the neighbor's house. If the thief is caught, the compensation is double the value of what was stolen. Remember, the devil is the root of all the, the sins and lies and theft and hatred and deceptions. But Jesus is our root of all righteousness. Our environment is not able to keep us from prospering when we follow God's principles of biblical economics. If you're in a bad state right now, even possibly in poverty or because of maybe some chance by birth or education or ethnic origin, whatever it was that was holding your back, your battle and problems are with the devil and now with yourself if you're going to stay in his headlock. If God has given you the power to get wealth, then logically follows as Satan will try to bring you and keep you where you were. 
excuse me, to begin now to live a prosperous life, you're going to have to challenge the real thief. Accuse him in the heavenly court. Demand your goods back. Speak with your words what you want, not what you have. Rebuke the enemy. Excel, expel him from your thinking patterns and think only on what God says in his word concerning you and what he will do with to bring you into prosperity. Seed time and harvest. Amen. Strong-handed with dealing with the enemy. <clears throat> Poverty cannot live in you when you destroy its root causes. You need to think about that. Yeah. You need to ask God to show you a new revelation of it. And just uh, and we at heraldherring.com, we have a bunch of blogs that have to do with seed time and harvest. I mean, we didn't go into it as deeply as we usually do with Scripture. But the point is to recognize the real thief. Because see, if you spend your time accusing people that are not going to be the ones who are going to be paid, you need to take it to the spiritual court of heaven. Absolutely. That's the long and the short of it. Hallelujah. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.